All right, so this is another episode of Shift Change with Tori McKinley, and I've got Megan here. Say hi, Megan. Hello. So we just walked back from the protests. We've been there since about 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, We're here in Atlanta, Georgia. Started at Centennial Park today. Stayed pretty much uh, in the same place for a good couple of hours. Um, People protesting. The National Guard had come out with uh, their tankards, as you will, right? The Hummers? They're just tanks, right? They're fancy. They're fancy Hummers. They're fancy Hummers. so from there, we walked down and walked through the streets of Atlanta. I was quite pleased, at least as of right now, it's 7 p.m., just after 7. Uh, everything stayed pretty peaceful. Um, we'd seen from other cities like Portland, Oregon. I'm sorry if you hear the cars here. We're doing it as live as possible. So as we're walking on back the on the scene, uh, as we're walking back to the car now, so... We uh, had seen some different pictures circulate with police officers taking a knee along with protesters. We asked that of our police force today. We did not get it. Uh, So they very much were also standing in their version of solidarity as uh, things went on. Um, We walked through the streets of downtown Atlanta. There were a couple of different groups that ended up splitting up uh, through the city ending up at what we believe was Atlanta Station, the 17th Street Street Bridge, from my fact checker, Megan. So end up through the 17th Street Bridge. I got some really cool shots through that. It Um, seemed like it was the biggest amount of people out of all the days. Yeah, Atlanta has pretty much continuously protested. Um, We saw it, you know, Friday night. Saw it Saturday night at the governor's mansion. Um, Monday, people continued. And Sunday, nothing major that I am aware of on Sunday. Do you know of anything on Sunday? Uh, there's been protests every day, but like, I feel like it's getting bigger, but less violent. Yeah, and I hope that continues, too. I know people be wiling on Friday and Saturday nights in Atlanta. But we, uh, there were legitimately hundreds of people just chanting and protesting and walking through the streets of the city today. There were a lot of cops out, but it looked like they had blocked and kind of paved the way, whether or not they knew where we were going so it didn't hurt or disrupt traffic or uh, that it was an organizer so we could actually make voices heard and give that peaceful protest. And hopefully uh, it doesn't get out of hand tonight. No. Because curfew's nine again. Yeah, curfew. Mama, Mama ATL. Mama Keisha. Mama Keisha told everyone you better have your butts at home at nine o'clock um i think we broke curfew one night but we were at a chick-fil-a yeah so they and they were really swamped they were really busy it was a chick anna right she was like killing killing it it. she was killing it so we were at (laughs) we were at a chick-fil-a at like 9 p.m and just couldn't get out of there um everyone was at chick-fil-a or cookout that night anyways that was on saturday So we know it seems so that there have been um, some different attempts by the police force here to not corral. I I don't want to put it in a negative light, but it really does seem like if people aren't clearing out. Yeah, if people aren't moving, if people aren't clearing out by 830 or so, they seem to like to put the blockades in so no one can leave. 
And then they can arrest everybody. Yeah, that seems to be the end goal. Um, so, you, Megan, you had to bail a friend out of jail. Yes, I did. Yeah. So, and you said when you went to get his belongings, they were not there. Yeah, there's like, it was like almost 300 people trying to get all their stuff from everybody they arrested. That's insane. So, definitely a little spike, a little spike, to say the least, in terms of arrests in Atlanta. Um, it's just been crazy. I, I know that uh, it's... Let's see, let's see here for a sec. Let's get on the stoop for a sec. Yeah, let's do that. So we're just kind of crouching down here in Atlanta. A lot of the protesters are still walking. They're heading back, I think, to Centennial, Centennial, Centennial Olympic Park um, to continue the protest onwards. I had heard that uh, they were going to keep it going until... I guess that eight thirty nine o'clock thing where everyone has to be home but after that. But the only that. thing was the cops never knelt. They were chanting, kneel, right? Yeah, they were asking, we were chanting at one point, take a knee. Yeah. Over and over, take a knee, in hopes that we did. And some, a couple of the cops I did see, like, hung their heads in that moment, hoping that they could, but... Um, or maybe they did. I, I don't know. I just seemed like they were having their own little moment of silence in that moment. It kind of seemed like the crowd was leading it and the police were just following. Yeah, the and that was... over the streets, which was kind of cool. Yeah, and let's, let's be real, too. A lot of the times that we've seen where the peaceful protests end up not peaceful is because they're met with some type of force or blockades from the police department. Well, if you saw tonight, the difference is, like, even though they're not, like physically right there they're surrounding because like everybody they're, they're in the whole centennial park then they had a whole blockade by the cnn center so it's like they can easily control it once like 850 hits yeah they were um definitely at a place where when we were at centennial park there were some cops that were up on or rather i guess it was national guard uh, would have been up on top of the rooftop with binoculars. A lot of people in the park from the army. And when we first walked in, there were a couple of the army guys like, "Hey, how you guys doing? Everyone doing all right?" And so that, to me, was met with a with something that was a little more peaceful. Uh, when we went to the governor's mansion the other night, you remember the cop that spoke out? Yeah. It was just for a couple of us, but there was a moment where. Um, Megan and I were painting some other signs and we were putting some different signs up around the area. It was really scary for me as a mom to see some really young kids in the National Guard. We had to, when we first thought, well, we first thought that they were like ROTC, that they were junior ROTC, I think what you're saying, Um, which I'm not as familiar with. But if they were National Guard, they had to have been at least 18. None of them were at least 5'2". They were all super, super small. Yeah. Um, So I just figured it was a bunch of kids, and it was really kind of scary to see see that as a mom because I feel like it's that indoctrine of training the next generation to be taking care of a riot, which is... and, And mobilizing with the different signals that they were doing when it's just perpetuating the hate for another generation. And also I think it's because by the governor's mansion they were a lot more hostile. Yeah. Protecting their precious uh, governor, governor Kemp. Protecting their precious Governor Kemp. It was, hard, it was hard not to get off task and be like, fuck Trump, because when they started saying that, I'm like, there's so much other shit to protest about fucking Trump. 
so I, I don't think it's necessarily off task. I think that it's really hard when um, you have you have a president right now that is directly using quotes from previous times in history that there have been protests. Um, for example, they start looting, we start shooting. Well, we've seen a lot of the videos where it's actually, it, it is American white people, assumedly American white people that yeah. are starting the looting or starting breaking windows that have been pleaded to from protesters to please stop. Um, we've seen that it's, it, it, I can be honest today and say that it was at least, it was probably 50-50 in that crowd. Yeah, easily. For sure. If, if not, there were, the majority went more on our side, which is of the white people. So there you go. I don't know if you heard that or not, but someone just drove down um, saying, fuck Donald Trump. Uh, in their car. So there's that. Uh, generally speaking, um, I, I don't understand that much of politics. I'm becoming more surrounded by it, um, kind of out of necessity, I think more than anything in this time. And off of the time that I have so much time off right now, this is the most time off I've ever had in my life. Uh, but it's just on everybody's minds right now more than ever. Everyone's one of the reasons I think, and other people have brought this up, but there's everyone has a body cam of some sort, right? Everyone has a camera yeah. that they're pulling out, and there's now it's not just like a video from you know however many years ago. It's everybody's seeing a video. There's something yeah. going on. They're posting and sharing it everywhere, and uh, it's it's putting it to the forefront of everybody's experience. I think. Yeah, and also, you know, like, because so many people are unemployed, you know, this whole Blackout Tuesday of no one spending money, it's like, you know, it's a double whammy. It's like, you know, why have the three other cops still not been charged in Minneapolis? I mean, at least in Atlanta, the cops that tased, not only they get fired, they're about to go to, like, they're having, like, sentences. Yeah. So, like, that's really cool for Atlanta, at least. I wasn't updated on that yet, so there hasn't been charges for the three cops standing by for George Floyd's murder yet. No, but the two, like, uh, Spellman and Morehouse students that got tased, those officers got fired, and they have, like, they're getting a sentence, too. So, I think that what... Police brutality is hopefully gonna get, is not acceptable anymore. Somewhat. That's, I think that that's really kind of what the hope is here. Um... Sorry about that. There was a, a large amount of chanting today in terms of justice for Floyd. Um, no justice, no peace. There was uh, people just chanting George Floyd, Ahmaud Aubrey, and Breonna Taylor's names. Yeah. Um, just say their names went over a long, a long time. Um, I think that it's that level of awareness. It's not only how many people turned out today for Blackout Tuesday was yeah. just for anyone listening that Blackout Tuesday was um, put together in terms of don't spend money today. Make it a stand of solidarity to kind of say F the economy today and not spend any money um, in terms of just another sign of solidarity. There's a company, uh, Universal Audio, I think, not studios, but Universal the Audio, like um, Universal Records, one of their labels, has specifically they did not stop their online sales but instead decided to use the proceeds and donate towards the cause and while they were they were quoted saying 
while our company is not a political company, we think it is the job of every business out there to stand in unity with what's going on. And yeah. I thought that that was really poignant. I thought that was cool. And hopefully, like, I mean, obviously, they're still going to keep going the protests and hopefully they get bigger and bigger. I mean, it's not like anybody's working anyway. <laughs> no, a lot of the people are off. So what else are we going to do except walk, you know, not quite hand in hand with each other? What's your thought on this? Like, it is interesting that for so many weeks we've been in quarantine and we just released that in Atlanta where businesses, more and more businesses can start opening. There's still, my employer still hasn't just due to uh, the size of business that we run. Um, oh, that is the sound. Wow. Okay. That was the sound of seven or eight four-wheelers. Oh, there's, there's eight or nine four-wheelers from some type of military brigade and a couple cop cars just going up the street here. Um, we are near... We're near Lucky Street, right near the corner of Lucky Street, um, right across from the aquarium. Uh, so that was that was what that was. But again, this is a live shoot, so I'm not too worried about the audio. What I'm doing over the next few days, I've been doing some of these podcasts for restaurant industry. But with everything going on right now, I'm talking to um, someone else who is in the restaurant industry. I'm in the restaurant industry. We're both shut down right now, so we're mobilizing in a different way, which is just to put our bodies and our voices out there and be part of the movement, um, which shouldn't even really need to be a movement. But it started yeah. in... It's talk talk a little bit more about how the police force started. The police force started like to round up blacks. It's based off racism. So like the foundation, that's that's why it's so prominent because it's like I I think a lot is to do with religion too. Religion and foundation is like that's the shit needs to change. You know what I mean? Like it's so embedded. It's like until we start doing it like one by one, state by state, like. That's what that's how we need to do to make solutions. See, I just understand the training side of it from racial profiling. So specifically, that there are different levels, like it, depending on how dark your skin is. Yeah. Depending on whether or not you have dreads and how long they are. Depending on if you have a neck tattoo or you have different arm tattoos. Yeah. Um, or any tattoos. That one wasn't a cop. That was just another motorcycle. So it's getting a little noisy here because it is it is getting closer to people being shutting down. I guess it's about 7.23 now. Um, about. It's exactly 7.23 now. We're just uh, kind of reeling after our day. Yeah. Taking a little break here. Taking a little stoop break. Yes. We found a little stoop to perch on. Hopefully um, we'll be back sometime soon. If not Wednesday, maybe Thursday. Back in the field. I would, I would absolutely love to do that. I am, I'm very fortunate that I have the ability to come out and walk with everybody and use my voice in whatever way that I can. I think that that's something I've um, had a failure to do as much of. I think if anyone, if anyone that I work with or have worked with in the past would say probably of Tori is like, what is Tori? Like, is Tori pretty moderate? I generally make jokes, um, but I don't talk too politically. Um, mainly it's been a work thing because I know how hurt I was learning that some of the employers I've worked for were Trump supporters in the yeah. past and how much of a stigma that put in terms of how I could move forward working for them. Um, 
but if you don't speak out against racism, who are you? And I think that that's really the thing is now there are a lot of signs that silence is violence to making sure that we are all speaking out and using our voice no matter where it comes from and that it's not okay. And, like, you know, obviously being a white person, like, we can never understand, but we can be an ally and spread the word and confront other racist white people or Trump supporters who are basically the same thing. Thank you. (laughs) So on that note, um, yeah, I think that that's where we'll end. It's just a short little episode today, but it's just the after reel of of the protest today on Blackout Tuesday. Uh, I hope that everyone's staying safe out there. I hope that all our friends and allies and everyone who is protesting continues to stay safe throughout the night and remember mama keisha did say you got to be home in your house by nine o'clock so just know that they were doing automatic arrests for people who were out after nine o'clock um so i hope that this isn't everybody uh out on tuesday um doing their thing too much i hope that everybody enjoys their evening and can uh can get back safely into their homes where they're at and uh and just remember that there's so many other days that we need to keep coming out and keeping showing that we're all together in this and if you can't and if you can't go out you know be be active on social media donate if you can if you can't just make other people aware anything helps anything helps whether it's one person that you're talking to or it's, uh, like you said, like a social media post. Some, there's so many ways to donate. You can donate to Black Lives Matter. There are plenty of um, bail places out there right now that you're, people are donating directly to. Um, do keep yourselves aware in terms of what has more money and what doesn't. Um, find a penny, pick it up. All the day you'll have good luck. I did. I, find a, I found a penny. Um, no. But that's, that's pretty much it. I just hope that everyone's doing well. The sun is slowly going down in Atlanta, Georgia. I hope that everybody is staying safe tonight. And, um, yeah, it's two allies here with you. Yep. All right. You guys stay safe. Bye. Just a little after follow-up on the protest tonight. Um, Megan and I recorded something. I don't know how great the audio was. We were out and about uh, after the protests at about 7.30 tonight, once we got back in the car about 8, 8.15, uh, heading home because of the curfew going on. And we'd been out since 4 o'clock in, in the heat, so we were about ready to, to call it a day. A uh, warning came through on our phone saying that there had been tear gas that was dispersing crowds in downtown. Um, I've gotten word since then in reading the AJC that only, only 25 people were arrested tonight on Tuesday night, which is arguably the largest crowd that we've seen so far on Blackout Tuesday. Um, About 350 arrests total have happened since Friday night. Uh, It's definitely a global movement. I've seen the pictures from Black Lives people marching for Black Lives Matter in uh, Ireland. I've seen it. Uh, Some really cool videos from New Zealand, um, people doing the haka over there, which was really, really cool for me to see since I spent some time growing up there. Um, The traffic was blocked through the downtown connector today, and we were able to march down Spring Street. Um, People went down Peachtree. I know there were marches planned in Lawrenceville. I know yesterday uh, they did it also in Marietta. Um, Just know that law enforcement officers are still really 
keeping that 9 p.m. curfew and if things still seem to be loud around that time, they don't seem to have a problem using what I would consider excessive force to disperse what are generally um, what seem to be a really peaceful crowd today. So just a reminder for everyone to stay safe. Um, you know, we were for so long have been in our homes because we've had to be quarantined and we're able to get out right now and, and use our voices to be part of the movement. Um, still our mayor and the city of Atlanta has asked that we're in our homes by 9 p.m. out of our own safety. Her, a mother of uh, boys herself, that she said it's it's better for you to be be home um, to our own sons, and that's got to be a really scary thing. I know I personally didn't take my daughter to the protest. I know some people were taking their kids out there, which is great. I really appreciate um, people handing out water and snacks. There was a guy who was walking through the crowd, just dispersing first aid, like checking on people, making sure they were okay. And I, I thought that that was a great sight to see as well. So just a reminder, I hope that um, hope that everyone's in, in bed and safe and, and home tonight. And um, if you can't be, or if you were arrested during the protest, I know that there are a lot of uh, different resources out there if you're looking to help post bail for a friend call around some different bail bond places because a lot of money was donated and some of these places have too much they don't know what to do with it yet so some of the money's there if you're looking for those resources like please reach out on facebook um there's some black lives matters groups that are out there that can help point you in the right direction um yeah it's a it's a scary and uncertain time for a lot of us already uh, with what's going on. I am very proud and thankful that I got to go out there and be part of the movement myself today um, and also on Saturday. But just uh, just remember to stay kind to one another and remember to, uh, to try to get home uh, by that curfew time because those mass arrests and, and people being blocked in in certain spaces, not being able to get out and and uh, the SWAT teams ready or the National Guard and the military moving forces is, uh, is a scary thing when it comes to our own our own civilians that they're there to serve and protect. So so please understand that that seems to be the roll around time here in Atlanta. And I just um, kind of imploring like um pleading with friends and family that are out there and protesting to try to get not to be arrested <laughs> just because we need our voices out here and we need to keep going. And it, it goes beyond this week too. It's part of the reason I wanted to start the podcast and start um, focusing more on what's going on currently rather than just kind of what I was doing beforehand was to keep some light on it and to be able to share stories. And if you're looking for another way to share your story, please like reach out to me on Facebook. It's Tori McKinley. Um, I would love to hear your story and, uh, and be able to share it and, and give voice and light to it in another way. Um, we need our voices heard. We need to continue to be out there in groups together. And I hope that, uh, I hope that we're able to continue to do that and keep the momentum going. And it's the only way it's going to stop is if we don't. So happy Tuesday, Atlanta. I hope that um, everyone's doing well and uh, stay safe out there.